Hey, Morgan Marie. Hey, Katie Scott. Are you ready for our next cemetery session? You have no idea how ready I am. <laughs> this is our second attempt because uh, apparently we're no one we're a wreck already, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one twenty two on a Monday. Um, we normally record at night, but instead uh, we went for an afternoon, and I am so caffeinated. <laughs> so caffeinated both of us are so caffeinated not sponsored by starbucks wish i was sponsored by starbucks i wish it was i just Ugh. absolutely sucked down a venti uh vanilla sweet cream cold brew which is like 99 of my dna at this point i wish i had gotten that my, my drink was good but i just that just sounds so good if i don't go it's back too to late in the after i want to so bad i love how you knew exactly what i was thinking i saw your face and i was like oh no oh god oh goodness you paid for my starbucks today which makes it seem like we went together i did but i wanted to so bad but you're in boston and i'm not she's in michigan so that's where uh, she lives <laughs> okay too far away very far um so this is a forensic files episode because, you know, yeah. that's, like, weirdly my comfort show. <laughs> Does that say a lot about me? I don't know if me? that's... Uh, yeah. Is it healthy? I don't know. Definitely not. I think it's just... <laughs> it's mainly, like, his voice is super soothing. The, the like, the host. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about horrendous things, but it's just very nice. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh. bad. Oh, the energy is just immaculate today. Yes. We're vibing. <laughs> Oh, who the frick is calling me? No. I have to mute my phone. I need a new car, so I reached out to a lot of car dealerships last night, and now they're all calling me, and I regret giving them my phone number. (laughs) (laughs) Eric's like, yeah, you made a mistake. You got to leave it to the email. I was like, oh, shit. This is my bad. We live and learn. You live and you learn. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, well. So this is a Forensic Files episode. I don't remember which episode it is. Hang on. I might have it somewhere. Um, I love... Oh, there we go. Yay, passed me. So this is Forensic Files Season 8, Episode 10. Okay. Well, doesn't tell, that doesn't mean anything to me, but... <laughs> I'd be I'd be concerned if it did. <laughs> you were like, oh, yes, Season 8, Episode 10, a classic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially because there's so many episodes of Forensic Files. It's ridiculous. Okay, so this is the story of Ellen Chambers, and we are in Connecticut, August 2nd, 1985. 85. I feel like a lot of stuff happens in Connecticut. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a lot of stuff happened in 1985. <laughs> I was like, I mean, probably. <laughs> I mean, that too. Yeah, a lot uh, of stuff happens in Connecticut. It's like bored, rich white people, so like... I mean, yeah. That's asking for trouble. It's, it's like the cousin of Florida. As someone from Massachusetts, I support that, yeah. <laughs> There's like, you know that TikTok? It's like, what do you guys do around here? Sometimes we throw shit at Kevin. Yeah. That, I saw a New England one, and it was like Massachusetts. And I don't know, I forget what the other state was. But the throwing shit at Kevin was Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> Connecticut That's was funny. Kevin. Uh, that was good. Maybe it, was, it wasn't, maybe it was New England. I think it might have been Massachusetts and New York, because both hate Connecticut. Mm. And it's a mutual hatred that brings us together. That's the only thing. That's the Midwest, too. <laughs> if that would be the Midwest, then Kevin would be Ohio. <laughs> Everybody fucking hates Ohio. <laughs> Sorry to all our Ohioans, but oh yeah, my f- we're superior. <laughs> my friend Ashley's from Pennsylvania. And when I was driving to you, and I was, she was like, what are you driving through today? I was like on the phone with her. I was like, oh, I'm in Ohio. And she goes, oh, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> she's from yeah she she's from erie up. so <laughs> yes ma'am that was funny as fuck oh, okay she's oh, sorry <laughs> <laughs> she understands yep okay so <coughs> wow anyways um <laughs> ellen and ed chambers were married for 16 years and lived together in their home in niantic connecticut kind of makes me want to say titanic because i'm dyslexic and the letters look like that it's like jumbled titanic (laughs) jumbled titanic that is what we are referring to it for the entire (laughs) jumbled titanic uh they lived in the same place that it's a pretty small town and they lived in the same town for 16 years which is a long time Mm. longer than they could nope (laughs) i don't even know where that sentence was going i was gonna say that like their house could drive a car but like 16 years <laughs> that's just not funny at all so. <laughs> their house just got the driver's license last week drove, drove through, through the, the suburbs, suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> oh this is an episode let me tell you mm-hmm. so ed was preparing to head out on a long a week-long sailing trip with his friends for his birthday you know lad's trip oi oi mm-hmm. um oi he said bye to his wife he's like deuces they're going to Nantucket, so like, ayo, Massachusetts. Beep, yes. beep, 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 beep. We're going to Tucket. What? No one calls That's it from, that. Nobody calls it Tucket? That's oh. from a movie with uh, Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans. Uh, I've never heard that, and my mom's from Cape Cod. Oh, well. She's also they never got been, that wrong, then. She's also never been to Nantucket, and neither have I. Oh, well. It's pretty, far, go? It's pretty far out. It's like a two-hour ferry ride. Oh, Oh, absolutely not. I don't want to do that. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, what Martha's Vineyard, the other one, is like, you can see it from the beach on Cape Cod, and it's like, mm. it's only a few miles. Like, my mom used to take a very small boat with her brother and just do it over there, like a Boston Whaler. No! Like, when with the motor at the back, they would just hop over to Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> you know, over the Great White Sharks to Martha's Vineyard mm. we go. No, stop it. I hate it. <laughs> ah, I love sharks <laughs> you are so fucking weird yeah i was a marine biologist <laughs> in another life so uh, i could have I a could podcast never. on sharks <laughs> <laughs> my mom my my stocking for christmas this year was shark themed uh, i have the 50th anniversary of jaws time magazine oh sitting next to my. me oh <laughs> my i've never seen that movie all the way through fuck you <laughs> i read the book like the the book Jaws every year as a kid when I was living on the Cape. There's a my book. Dad. Yes, it's so good. I read yeah. it like probably fifty times. Hmm. And I read it Why in the summer know? on the Cape, and then my grandfather was like, "Why do you do this to yourself?" And I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> Self sabotage at its finest. Exactly. All right, so they're heading to Nantucket. Tuck it, whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a rhyme about Nantucket. I'll tell you off the air. Um, Perfect. My stepdad has it on a shirt. My mom, doesn't, <laughs> my mom doesn't let him wear it in public. <laughs> oh, Donna. Come on, Donna. That's pretty bad, though. Okay. So two days into the trip. So they're going for a week. And so two days into the trip, they had, like, a fancy boat phone. And they called. Mm. He calls his house to check on his wife because, you know, he's been gone for two days. Should be mentioned, mm-hmm. she's five and a half months pregnant. So hence why <gasps> he's calling to check on her. Because um, she's by herself. They have, like, no other kids. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So... Which okay. is, like, married for 16 years. This is her first baby. I don't know. Um, you know, so he's being a good husband. Con, checking on her. Cool. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I just wanted to add that Ed is like a genius. Insanely intelligent. He was a member of a club called Mensa, which is an organization with people for people with exceptionally high IQs. Oh, okay. Smart cookie. So why is that sending me a red flag? I don't know. <laughs> but it is. Because a lot of serial killers have really high IQs. <coughs> Ted Bunny. That's so terrifying. <coughs> That's so terrifying. I hate it. Yep. <laughs> so she doesn't answer the phone. Um, so he gets nervous because like, why isn't she answering the phone? And mm-hmm. so he calls his neighbor and it's like, hey, can you go check on Ellen? Like, I want a boat heading to Tucket. Um, and his friend shows up. All the lights are on. He can hear the AC running. It's August in Connecticut, mm-hmm. so it's hot. Um, yeah. And the house is completely locked up. Like, windows, doors, everything. Which gave a red flag to their friend because he was like, she always left the door unlocked to the point where, like, we teased her about it. Like, you're going to, like, something's going to happen to you. You leave your door unlocked. Like, you're going to come home and all your stuff's going to be gone. And she was like, but it's a small town, so, like, my parents never locked our door growing up. Right. Um, always lock your door. <laughs> I don't care where you yes. live. Yes, <laughs> lock your door. God, you could live in Wonderland and still lock your door. I was trying to think yep. of a fictional place. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said Hogwarts, but, like, obviously lock your door if you live in Hogwarts. Fucking Voldemort's running around. <laughs> What's he going to do anything, though? He's, he's, he's magical. <laughs> <laughs> he kills the lock opens your door oh god Fuck. that was funny anyways <laughs> this is such a shit show um so he ended up climbing in a window so one window was open i guess and okay. he's poking around the house like calling out to her and he hears the ac running in the master bedroom so he's like oh she's probably in there like maybe she's sleeping whatever uh-huh. and so he busts into the master bedroom and he found Ellen strangled to death in the bedroom. Um, her clothes oh. were scattered around the room, including her underwear. And she had ligature marks on her neck. And they, they showed them on Forensic Files. They're pretty nasty. Pretty gnarly. Ooh. Yeah. And based on rigor mortis, they estimated the time of death either late Saturday night or early Sunday morning. So keep that in mind. Ed left on Friday. Okay. So the timeline. I still don't bit. trust him. But okay. <laughs> the timeline's a little bit off. There was no forced entry, and nothing was taken, so they quickly ruled out random assault and robbery because, like, literally nothing was taken. So, okay. Ed allegedly spoke to Ellen for the last time on Friday night when he called her from his friend's house. So, like, the night before they left, they all stayed at this one guy's house. Okay. So, f- he left, like, Friday afternoon. Um, let me make sure that's right. Yeah. He left on Friday afternoon, and this is Sunday that they uh, find her. Gotcha. So uh, he last spoke to her on Friday when he called from his friend's house. And it was like in, you know, it's, it's the 80s. So like it was a house mm-hmm. phone and they like were all in the same room. So they could hear him like talking to her. And they said from the side mm-hmm. that they heard, it was a normal conversation. Okay. Um, so we're left with that. And I'm going to give you some background on Ed and Ellen's marriage. So. Okay. The way you said that <laughs> is interesting. <laughs> Ed wanted an open marriage. And he pushed oh. Ellen for this, and they allegedly had, like, swinger parties, but it was more so that Ed wanted that than Ellen, but... So this is, like, a Ross and his lesbian wife type thing. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nail on the head. <laughs> he was, like, it was reverse, so... Uh, right. Carol's, like, let's have a threesome, and Ross is, like, yeah, maybe okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm staring at my Ross Geller sticker and when he's like, I'm fine that you made. Yeah. <laughs> You're not fine, Ross. Uh, it's okay. None of us are. Facts. <laughs> so Ed was also having an on and off again, on again, off again affair with a coworker for literally years. Okay. Yep. And she had his child. So like he has, what? he has a mistress and a love child and he's like, open marriage, swinger parties. I want more. Yep. Did his wife know? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. That's weird. At one point okay. she was like, dump your girlfriend. Like <laughs> she was aware. I mean, I don't blame her. Yes. Um, I'm, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that he was like, we can, I, I think it was when she got pregnant that she was like, you need to stop seeing your girlfriend. Which yeah. Like, makes sense. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, totally support that. Real A-plus marriage, obviously. And Ed was super yeah. open to investigators about their sex life. Like, too open. Like, they were like, we didn't ask, but thanks. Wh- okay. Like, almost like he wanted to brag about, like, how great their sex life was. And the investigators were like, we don't fucking we, care. That's not information that we need. <laughs> we're trying to figure out how she died, who killed her, not, like, how often you fuck. Like... <laughs> <laughs> okay Um, told you this guy gave me red flags oh yeah so forensics initially looked like she was strangled with her underwear because it was like matching the ligature (gasps) marks in the tears in the underwear um oh yikes yeah and they kept saying panties in forensic files and i fucking hate the word panties (laughs) Um, eric always says it with a british accent to make me annoyed he's like panties (laughs) he's so wood oh my god (laughs) um and it's of course very accurate british accent um but the autopsy showed that she was strangled with bare hands because there's, like, manual strangulation. is It does mm-hmm. different things to your neck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Um, but the autopsy, yeah, showed she was strangled with bare hands. And the marks from the clothing were put on her post-mortem. So. Interesting. Odd. Maybe to disguise it as a sex crime. Because, like, if someone breaks mm-hmm. in and they have, like, like a Night Stalker situation. Um, right. Where it's, like, a sexual motive where they just, like, get their nut by killing people you know <laughs> a lot of people do that <laughs> yeah yeah you're, you're not wrong it's just yeah mm-hmm. again ted bundy has entered the chat we know how he gets his jollies oh <laughs> what you never who says that 85 year old woman oh that's funny i'm gonna use that one that's good he gets his jollies um so i just wanted to add at this point that the forensic scientist and investigator was dr henry lee you um, you might know who that is you've heard of him before Mm, no um so he's a huge name in forensics but in the past year like 2019 um a lot of his cases were thrown out because he had some false and misleading testimonies so his integrity is starting to be questioned so just keep that in mind mm, but he's worked okay, on a so lot of a very reputable source yeah he's worked on a lot of really big cases especially like forensic files and shit so okay noted <clears throat> oh and I, I found out i went down a red a reddit rabbit hole a lot of people on reddit oh, dangerous are like super sus about the analysis of this case specifically by henry lee like someone mm. there was a thread called like henry lee's botched autopsy of ellen chambers like oh wow as a big thing the whole thing a whole th- shebang so, yes. Would you like a chaser? Because I talked about strangulation a lot. Yeah, always. <laughs> um, I don't really have one. <laughs> I think the one I have, we already <laughs> used. Let's talk about that lady who has the emus. I think we already talked about that. 
Remember that? Yeah, I don't know if we did, but I don't want to talk about it if we haven't because <laughs> I fucking hate fucking moose. birds. <laughs> oh god, I hate birds. That's not a that's not a chaser. Okay, okay, okay. I'll give you a non-bird <laughs> chaser. Oh, I'll, let's go back to sharks. Um so- <laughs> Okay. I hate myself too. What's your favorite shark? I need to know. Oh, okay. do you have a shark. favorite? Yes, of course I do. That's my favorite too. I love. The they g- scare me, but hammerheads are my favorite. The great. I remember I went to a restaurant when I was younger, Did and they, they had a hammerhead that was like what on the wall, and I was like, "Bro, that's cool." Was it like a painting and or like a? Bo- no, it was. I don't know if it was like it, a body. Like it was a. It was a. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if it was like a like a, a real one, but it was like a taxidermy hammerhead and it was the coolest that. thing I've ever seen. Yeah, the great hammerhead is my favorite. I saw one I went to Atlantis with my mom and my sister after my sister graduated high school and they have them there. And they like walk over like us. the resort Atlantis? Yes. Not like the okay. um, the lost city of Atlantis. Well, I'm, yes, I understand. I was just making sure like yeah, that I was like in the Bahamas. Imp- imagining the correct li- yes. Yes. Um then you walk over like a suspension bridge and hammerheads I'm gonna nerd out for a little second. They like live in really shallow water. So even though they're like the okay. one they have is like fifteen feet long, its pool is only like three to four feet deep and there's like a six to ten foot section because they only like to be in shallow water. And so hmm. you like walk over the suspension bridge and this guy's just like booling in the tank and I literally cried. I was so happy. <laughs> in Boston Aww. just got in our aquarium, um, baby hammerheads. The la- I was there like when I was a nanny, so like a year and a half ago. Um, and they, so all the previous sharks that they had uh, passed away because they were really old. And they got a bunch of baby hammerheads and introduced them into the tank and they were so cute. Aww. Yeah. So they're probably big now, but pandemic, so. Right. But you can't see the seals. They're That's outside. Cool. Me and Eric saw them. Yeah. <laughs> For my birthday, <laughs> we went to the city for dinner, and I was like, "Can we please go see the seals?" And they get so excited because they're like, "Hello, friends!" Aww. And they just like do flips and stuff. So there you go. Love that. That's me nerding out about sharks. Hammerheads. Rock. That was a great chaser. I had a stuffed animal as a kid that was a hammerhead shark, and you squeeze it, it read you facts about hammerhead sharks. <laughs> the most Kate thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> my sister can still like quote what they said because I would just squeeze it all damn day. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so apparently Ed was ending his affair because Ellen was pregnant. There we go, and she wanted him to be okay. a normal husband and father. So she was like, "Dump, dump your girlfriend. I'm yes. your wife, and I'm pregnant." Yep. I mean, she should have done that in the first place, but you know, right? They were talking about open marriage, so you know, you never really know. Yeah. So <clears throat> he was talking about how angry nancy his mistress was about the breakup like she was he really drove home the point that his mistress was mad mm. so hmm. do with that okay we'll chew on that and ed's polygraph hmm. came back as inconclusive ah. wow also nancy had a solid alibi for the estimated time of the murder but you know ed was still trying to throw her under the motherfucking bus weird okay and ed was on a boat the day she died so like it's weird. This was a ride. When I was watching this on Forensic Files, I was like, this is a roller coaster. Because um, Ed's on a boat in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Nancy had a pretty solid mm-hmm. alibi. Okay. But he's still trying to throw her under the bus. It's just so weird. They have literally... Nothing's adding up. Yes, exactly. But then it will. Oh. We'll get there. Okay. So, rigor mortis lasts anywhere from 12 to 24 hours after death, if you did not know that. It's temporary. It's not permanent. You don't permanently stay stiff. That's creepy. Yes. 
exactly. I don't like that. I don't like that feels like illegal knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like knowing that. Yeah. So 12 to 24 hours. And Ellen was found in the late stages of it. So she was coming out of rigor mortis. Okay. She was starting to go limp again. They talked about that. Okay. So she was more. So weird. Yes. (laughs) I don't like it at all. So she was more towards the 24 hour side of it because if she was like, she would have been stiff for like 12 more hours if it was she was just going into it so they right. estimated she was more 24 hours after death so closer to saturday so they originally thought it could be saturday night or sunday morning that she was murdered like early hours okay. sunday morning but after examining rigor mortis but again this was henry lee um they're spinning it more towards saturday night than sunday and ed left on okay. friday night so we're okay. getting closer to when he left but it's still a full 24 hours off Right. And he was with his friends, like, in a different town, and he never left there. On Friday. Mm, okay. Okay. So. I'm taking that with a grain of salt. <laughs> but do you remember when I mentioned the friend who found her heard the air conditioning running? Yes. So, that puppy was blasting. And it was so cold in the room that she was found in. It wasn't, like, your AC set to, like, where you could sleep where it's cold. Like, it was. Right. The guy described it as, like, walking into a freezer. Like, it was cranked. Oh. So, it was freezing that cold. done something with the rigor mortis? You are correct. Hey. So, I know things. The room was fucking freezing. Like, he immediately, that was the first thing he told investigators. He was like, the room was so cold. And cold affects decomposition. And rigor mortis could have been skewed right. by the lower temperature. So, like, if you think of cases where someone's found outside in the winter, like, it's really mm-hmm. hard to determine time of death when the temperature is altered in either direction. If it's, like, okay. wicked hot or if it's wicked cold. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't control it. I know. It's just, and I notice it every time. It's, so, uh, it's adorable. Mm-hmm. I, it's like, I don't know. No one notices because we all do it. Notices. Right, right. Because <laughs> we all do it. Except, no, I don't. No, I don't. Because <laughs> I'm trying to talk to you guys, and then I say wicked, and you all bust out laughing, and I'm like, excuse me. I'm sorry. It was. I'm not laughing because it's funny. It's just, it's different to my ears. It was very cold. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, so wicked cold, skewed it. So because of the skewing temperature, like the really cold room, mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me, that opened up the possibility of the murder being on Friday night, which Ed has no fucking alibi for because he right like left on friday night went to his friend's house but like they, he got there like around dinner time like after dinner well he wasn't there all day um uh-huh. so plus this is august they're on a boat it's hot he like and they mentioned like it was hot like they were all wearing uh-huh. like swim shorts t-shirts like no shirt whatever uh-huh. he was wearing long pants a turtleneck the entire time what so one of his friends was like, yeah, it was super weird. He was wearing long pants and a turtleneck when we were on the boat, and it was really hot. Make it make sense. Because Ellen was found with some damaged fingernails, meaning she fought back. <gasps> it makes sense. We're getting it there. It makes sense. Sus as fuck. So. Sus as fuck. Ed was at his friend's on Friday night, the night before they left for their boating trip. And he claimed that he called his wife Ellen, spoke to her, and his friends backed him up because they heard his side of the conversation. Right. But one of his friends, the friend's house he was at, she had they had a daughter. She was, I think, like 11 or 12. Okay. So 
go in the Wayback Machine to a landline. If someone's on the phone and you pick mm-hmm. it up in a different room not knowing someone's on the phone, what do you hear? Mm-hmm. Them. Their conversation. Yep. What happens when you pick it up and there's just a dial tone? You're ready to go? Nobody's on the phone. Nobody's on the phone. So she's, Ed's in the kitchen. She's in the bedroom down the hallway. She can okay. hear him talking. Like, she can hear him talking, like, because he's in the next room. Right. Because she picks up the phone, hears a dial tone, and then peeps around the corner and sees him talking on the phone. Mm. He's saying, like, I love you. Have a good weekend. But she hears a ringing on the line, meaning no one's on the phone. So he deadass pretended to call his wife and got caught by a child. And when they found out, um, she told her dad was like that was so weird like i went to pick up the phone and ed was like talking like he was talking to someone but the rhyme the line was ringing like it was weird like she almost was like why why like just didn't get it and then when like they found out that ellen died the dad was like oh fuck and told investigators like my daughter picked up the phone when he was allegedly talking to his wife and the line was ringing he was not on the phone oh i'm thriving over here right now it's like I would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for you meddling kids. Yep. Oh, that's... Oh. Here is the nail in the coffin that makes this case so fucking crazy. And I'll tell you the name of the Forensic Files episode. I'm very ready. Why they named it after... (laughs) At the end. It makes me... It made me laugh. It's not funny, but it made me laugh. Um, So this is the nail in the coffin for Ed. Uh Uh-huh. The morning of the sailing trip, like the Friday morning, he's like packing up, you know, running errands, getting shit for his trip to Nantucket. Uh-huh. He runs into a friend while he's out, you know, as you do, uh-huh. and he chats with her, and he's telling her that he just watched this movie called Blackout, and it's really good, and he thinks that she would like to watch it. Do you want to know the plot okay. of the movie? Of course. <clears throat> a man kills his wife and children and places him inside a house, cranks the AC to mask the time of death. That is literally the <gasps> plot of the fucking movie he told his friend he just watched and really liked. Oh my god. How dumb do you have to be? He's just so fucking dumb. He was so cocky thinking that like he mm-hmm. that friend wouldn't say anything, like it would never get back to him. He was like, This is so cool. Yep. The literally the plot of the fucking movie is killing his family, putting them in a house, cranking the AC so that you can't figure out what time they died. And then going on an alibi. Wow. Yep. He's it's either he's cocky as fuck or he didn't do it and it's the worst coincidence ever, but like the phone call, the pants, yeah. the turtleneck. And, you know, the husband always does it, so. <laughs> the husband always does it. It's always it. the husband. Plus, he, like, very clearly wanted to keep having his girlfriend and, like, wanted his right. cake and to eat it, too. And he, you know, Ellen didn't want him to have his girlfriend anymore. She didn't want to have an open marriage. Sue her for wanting a normal husband and father of her yeah. five-and-a-half-month fetus. Aww. But he sucks. So all men is trash yep and he also kept asking his friends if the police determined the time of death like fucking chill ed he kept being like Like, did they tell you what time they she died did they figure it out yet you're literally so loud my guy (laughs) you're screaming ed you're screaming i'm a murderer Uh, it's fucking ridiculous so i just had a panic that i wasn't recording but i am (laughs) oh god (laughs) Oh, uh, wait, so what, what was the name of the episode? 
I'm pretty sure it's called Dinner in a Movie. Let me double check. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, let me check. Um, oh, I've never heard of that movie. What did I say? Season 8, episode 10? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's called Dinner in a Movie. That's just... Yes, it's called Dinner in a Movie. Oh, God. <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. Dinner in a Movie. Oh. Yes. Um, so, and the movie he watched is called Blackout. You can watch a trailer of it. Um, Blackout. Blackout. Yeah. Um, huh. Yep. What a fucking dumbass. He's so stupid. So. Why are all murderers so dumb? Because the dumb ones They're get caught. They're so dumb. I guess that's true. I saw this TikTok that was like, uh, have you ever seen that girl who does like the shower thoughts? She's like wearing a gold dress and she's like dancing in the shower. No. Okay. Never mind. Um, <laughs> so, someone will know what I'm talking about. She just like posts like weird shower thoughts. And mm-hmm. um, the other day I saw one and she was like, why are all serial killers men? Or why are most serial killers men? And she was like, maybe the women don't get caught. That's exactly probably correct. <laughs> Women are smarter than men, and I'm yes. Um, I stand by that. I was like, that's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Good lord. Yep. Stupid Ed. So also apparently this is kind of a little legend, but some of Ellen's friends said that she was planning on filing for divorce because he she knew that he would never give up his like double life, his uh-huh. girlfriend, his desire to be like having these swinging parties and open marriage so she was kind of like i'm pregnant i'm over it like i want a divorce i'll go raise this kid by myself right so they're thinking that maybe that got back to him and he didn't want Mm. to be like divorced like have his wife divorce him because you know god forbid someone divorces you right yeah exactly so So what did the the forensic guy say about all of it though the guy that nobody really yeah. So he was the one that said that it could have been skewed by the AC. Oh. Yeah. Yep. So he's the one that kind of picked the time. Like, he's he kind of was like, yeah, the AC was so cold that the timeline could have gone back. Um. So take that with a grain of salt because that is true in a sense. But uh-huh. could it skew it to a full 24 hours? Like, how much can a, a convent, like a at-home AC really put, like – if you leave your door right. shut with your AC blasting for days, it's still like, especially like in the 80s, like, was there a setting that it would never turn off? Because you know how an AC automatically right. turns off when you re- reach that yeah. temperature? Like, Usually they have like a, th- a thermostat. Though. Yeah. So how cold could it have really been? Like realistically, it probably could only like get a room to like a stretch, maybe 50 degrees. Right. Like, that's a stretch. And that's still not cold enough to preserve a body. Like right. when you preserve a body like in a morgue, it's like a freezer. Like. Yeah. It's like fridge temperature, if not lower, like uh-huh. 30 degrees, something. So take with that what you will. But regardless, Ed was arrested and tried for his wife's murder. His friend's daughter, who overheard the phone call and picked up the line, testified against him. What- wow, what a badass. Yes, queen. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the jury during the trial really focused on the time of death, obviously, because, like, he was on a fucking boat. <laughs> when her body right. was found so like mm-hmm. he had the most solid alibi he was in the middle of the ocean um <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, with a bunch of other people so he was eventually found guilty of first degree murder and he was sentenced to 50 years in prison hmm. he died three years later that doesn't feel like enough after a heart attack so oh he just well shit croaked he only spent three years in prison then he died so uh he yeah. and he never admitted to the crime why why did why yeah so do that what you will it's a ride i started off thinking okay 
husband didn't do it and that I was like yep husband did it and now I'm kind of like I don't know which lane I'm in like because oh, I think you did it because Henry Lee himself is controversial but like the fact the, the movie really sealed it in with me the fact that he yeah watched this movie where the plot is a man kills his family and uses an AC to skew the time of death but I don't know how like forensically accurate that would be because like a movie is one thing and real life is another that's true but what did everybody on reddit say (laughs) reddit doesn't think that reddit doesn't like henry lee like let's i have (laughs) i literally have the reddit thread it's um on the unresolved for anyone wants to find it it's on the unresolved mysteries whatever it's called channel i don't know i don't reddit very often um and it's a thread called the botched cases of henry lee who killed alan sherman um so do they think that that the husband did it or no no they don't um really yeah they think that someone else did um this is a pretty intense it has uh you know this group unsolved mysteries has 1.3 million members um wow but this thread specifically um it has a decent amount of comments but yeah if you want to read it it's pretty interesting you know it's reddit so take it with a grain of salt People just literally just write whatever they want. Um, yeah, it's just speculating and whatnot. But who else would it have been? Exactly. That's the thing. It's... Like, I, I understand that people break in and commit crimes like this, but, like... I'd, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. And this is Reddit, so take it with a grain of salt. But Sherman's defense team, so Ed's defense team... Mm-hmm. Um, an engineer they had an engineer testify that it's impossible to make it like they were saying that the room was as cold as a fridge pretty much and this Mm -hmm. guy was an engineer and he was like you can't make a fridge out of a full-sized bedroom with a single air conditioner and you know so okay hmm yep interesting The, the trial was a little controversial like it was just um yeah but the friend are still debating though whether or not they think he did it yeah apparently like according to the the court documents and the trial records the forensics were a lot sloppier than henry lee like claimed he like wrote an article and like his testify he basically was like cut and dry it could have happened on friday because of the thing he was like no question it could have been changed because of the fridge but i guess that the like actual signs behind it and like the autopsy and all that forensics were a lot more inconclusive but henry lee just basically drove home that like yep it's possible yep it's possible because henry lee always wanted to get a conviction on his cases Mm -hmm. like right a lot of his cases have been overturned and thrown out actually so keep that in mind Hmm. but yeah so it's it's a little messy if you want to read about it you know court court records are public um reddit is free (laughs) Um, (laughs) yep um huh what a doozy yeah and apparently like he said you know because the the, the neighbor that found him said it was as cold as a fridge, but, like, he could have been being dramatic. Um, right. It, it's like you didn't actually take the temperature of the room. Like, no one right. did that. Um, and he also apparently had an alibi for when the movie Blackout aired on TV. Um, he was he said that him and his wife were at a restaurant, and they proved that with a receipt. But he did say the person he talked to was like, no, he told me he rented it. He didn't say he watched it. He was like, oh, I rented this movie. So, like, mm. he could have gone to Blockbuster and rented it, but there was, like, 
I'm like, why didn't you... Ch- Blockbuster. <laughs> Did anyone oh, ask Blockbuster if he rented it? Like, But if he paid with cash, like, you know, because it was like $3 or whatever. Right. So, yeah, that one was a... It was a forensic file, surprisingly. I first, for some reason, I thought it was an unsolved mysteries because it seems like a little unsolved, but technically he was tried for it, so it's not unsolved. Right. But I would like to see someone else look at it, like look at her autopsy records because right. you know, people have been doing that with Henry Lee's cases. I would like, a, personally, a second opinion <laughs> because <Right. it's, laughs> he's dead, so it doesn't really matter. But like, if there's someone who actually killed her just like wandering around, wouldn't you want to know that? Right. Because it's her in a five-and-a-half-month-old fetus, so... And this was before you could be tried for um, fetal homicide, so he only got tried for her murder. But Oh, okay. Yeah, now if you kill a pregnant woman, you can, like, past a certain month, like, of uh-huh. the pregnancy, term of the pregnancy, it can be charged with fetal homicide as well. Good. Yeah. If it's proved, oh, it's if it's if the child could have survived outside of the womb. Oh, like a viable. Yeah, 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 a viable, viable fetus, yeah. Yeah, so, like, if they're, like, like, eight and a half, like, if it was, like, it, it could have been, like, even if they survive for a minute outside of the womb, like, mm-hmm. like they literally take one breath outside of the womb, then you can be tried with fetal homicide. I know that hmm. from the Lacey Peterson case. But yeah, that uh, is the weirdly chaotic roller coaster of a case that is Ellen Chambers. Wow. And her unborn baby. It's weird because I feel like we haven't. It's it's it still feels very unsolved, even though there was. Yeah. A, a, a trial for it i feel like i feel incomplete i feel incomplete too like i feel like there should have <laughs> been i i felt like i left a page off of my notes or something i'm like hey, mm-hmm. but that's literally he goes he's arrested tried for her case found guilty and he dies three years later in prison hmm. and that's just it's been untouched but i mean reddit's making a stink about it so maybe maybe it'll be reinvestigated by connecticut we need to get some of those, like the like the internet FBI people oh, that yeah. are really good with that type of stuff, and let them <laughs> take a look. The web sleuths. Oh, did you see that Facebook thing I sent you the other day about the car in the lake? What? Oh my gosh! I sent you a message on Facebook the other day, and I didn't know if you'd seen it. But apparently, this guy who worked for a transportation system for a school in Florida, uh-huh. Florida maybe, um, probably. He was looking. He uses yeah. He uses Google Maps to like route maps for like school buses like oh and stuff and so he was looking oh, at looking an at area it. yeah and so he was looking at an area and he noticed that it looked like there was a car in a lake and so he knew someone that lived there called that person was like hey can you see anything in the lake and she was like no but she's then she called the police and they came out and they pulled the car out of the lake and they found this the remains of a man and uh, the guy was on a missing persons list for 20 years. <gasps> that car had been in the lake for 20 years because it was man-made. So at the time when the guy's car went into the lake, it was they were building the housing development that the lake was in. Uh-huh. And so then they pulled it out and they were able to identify the remains and then give the remains to the family so they could bury him. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Is that not the craziest thing? Literally the title. <laughs> a guy was looking on Google Maps. The article name is I Found a Dead Body on Google Maps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's insane. So I think he just like drove into the lake and drowned or something. Yeah, uh, he was. He had called his girlfriend and said he was coming home from like a party. Mm. So they think like maybe he had been drunk and drove into it. Um, it was like a construction site, so he might have like made oh, a wrong turn. Okay, and ended up in there, and then ended up in the lake and couldn't get out of the car. That's crazy type situation. But yeah, 
Wow. That's the same energy of those girls who were using, what's that called? Rando nodding on TikTok? Yeah. And they found a body. <gasps> Did you? See? I haven't heard that. Oh, shit. So these. Random nodding freaks me the fuck out. I wanted to do that so bad when we were in Michigan. Oh, she was not no. down. No, no, no. We'll do it in the Bridgewater Triangle. That'll be fun. I want to go to the Bridgewater Triangle. Spooky you. But random nodding freaks me out. I might go there later today to test drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> in the triangle. You're going to bring something back home with you. Oh, God. Don't say that. <laughs> oh, I just looked at my wicked playbill. That's made me sad. No. That was a year ago today when life was fucking normal. Wow. Depression. Um, yeah, so these girls on TikTok, they were random nodding and they put in like, mm-hmm. I, don't know if they, I don't know if they put in like dead, because you have to like set your intention. Mm-hmm. I don't think their intention was dead body. I think it was like, I think it was like crime or spooky or scary. Like a lot of people do that. Uh-huh. Um, it led them to this, gave them coordinates, which was a beach in Seattle. And mm-hmm. they like went down and walked on the beach and they found a bag and they unzipped the bag and there was human remains in the bag whoa mm-hmm. it was like a no duffel bag with a body you. in it yeah oh god yeah and they were like no teenage girls and they literally found a fucking body how do you come back from that i don't know and so then like police were like and it was on the news they were like if you're rando nodding like don't find a body don't put in like yeah like it was and there's other instances there was like an article it was another like another teenager was random nodding and found a body like insane or like, uh, yeah no thanks do you remember when pokemon go is a really big thing i do i do a girl oh a girl was playing pokemon go and she found a a dead body because she was she was like walking around <gasps> trying to get, get yeah she was walking around trying to get pokemon like exploring like near water because she wanted some water pokemon i guess and found a fucking body damn yep and so they were like <laughs> that's when pokemon go first that's what made them start putting out warnings like be aware of your surroundings because she literally walked upon a dead body because she did and she got pretty close to it because she was on her phone getting those pokemon Whoa. Yeah. I played Pokemon Go quite a bit. Oh, I, and oof. I fucked hard with Pokemon well, Go. Well, because, oh, well, you live near Boston, but I live uh, near Grand Rapids in Michigan, which is like a big city where I'm at. And I remember we would go <laughs> Sorry, down there. I need to laugh at you. Yeah. No, compared to Boston, it's itty bitty, but it's my big city. <sighs> and we'd go down and like, that was the closest we ever got to world peace because you were like talking to everybody because everybody had their phone out. People were bringing like their charging ports and like what? we were sharing charging ports with like people you didn't know and like we were literally making friends walking around downtown Grand Rapids because everybody's like oh there's a pon there's a ponita over here and like you know all this shit everybody's like oh my god and like it was like we were so unified and everybody was like coming together to play pokemon go i fucking love that i mean no think about anybody finding a body out of that but we we definitely didn't come together over pokemon go but because like we don't come together over anything We don't talk to people. I'm so I'm so scared to go to Boston. It's Ugh. fine. Everything's fine. London's the worst. Okay, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be the one that's standing in line next to you and turn around and be like, oh, hi, and they're gonna be like, I'll fucking end you right now if you look at me the wrong way. And I'm like, Ugh. no one will say anything to you. They'll just glare at you. And I don't like that. So like Boston is someone. I'm soft. Someone will glare at you. I am the CEO of Death Glares on the subway. Um, it's my love language, and. <laughs> But London, people will shame you. <laughs> Yikes. That's why Eric doesn't wear sweatpants in public, and he always, like, wears jeans everywhere, because if you wear, like, sweatpants or, like, anything scrubby in London, like, people are like, are you okay? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, everyone looks nice really? all the time, and they will just dirty shame you. 
Oh, I don't think I would survive. You don't talk on the London. tube either. I was drunk on the tube and I was like screaming, yelling. Luckily, it was like mainly, it was late. So it was a lot of kids like our age, like 18, 19 mm-hmm. year olds that were just coming home from the fucking poshest club ever. Um, oh. And so like no one really cared, but <laughs> like you don't talk. Like my friend's roommate saw Niall on the tube when I was there and she was like, you don't, like you, you can't say anything. Did you see him get mad at that one girl on Twitter who took a picture of the back of his head on a plane? Yes. And he oh no but this is when he was still in one direction so like he had to be nice uh, this one direction was still a thing when i was in london so oh yeah they were very out and about when i was there that week because they were like i would have literally just i would have ascended to nirvana and you would never see me again if i had seen nile on the tube i literally would have just, just disappeared and then i saw on twitter another girl just like took a picture of him one time on the tube and was like super calm about it and was like is this nile from one direction <laughs> like neil 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 horn are you okay <laughs> you okay? oh that's good classic oh that was that was good times hanging out with nick grimshaw what a time to be alive oh grimmy my bestie well uh, <laughs> we just gotta end it on a chaser yeah there you go pokemon go turned to, to nile horn on the tube <laughs> everything turns into nile horn on the tube hey you should know this by now. Oh, I hope he doesn't ride the... T- I mean, not right now because of COVID, but, like, does he still ride public transportation? I think he might. I'm sure he does. He's a f- fucking weirdo. Just riding his bike around. Like, he's not yeah. famous. I would dive in front of his bike and let him hit me with it. I would I would beg. But I, I wouldn't... Would but then I wouldn't want grovel. him to get hurt. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. He just flies over the handlebars. <laughs> in his spandex suit. <laughs> It was his car. I just lay in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, just, just stop for a moment and back up. I'm just going to lay right here. Just, just go right through, buddy. Fangirls are the equivalent of college students wanting to get hit by buses. <laughs> so true. We just hit that crosswalk. Like, we ain't got nothing left to lose. Oh, you just don't look twice. You're just like, here we go. Yep. You're like, this is it. I don't care. <laughs> it's like... Uh. So I saw that tweet that was like, I want to have the bravery of a college student walking across a crosswalk. Yep. It's like, yeah. It's not bravery. It's just nothing left to live for. Yep. There's no will <laughs> and what, at all. And wanting that free tuition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what if that's just a rumor and people are just getting hit by buses and then no one's paying for their college? I've heard that that it, it doesn't, yeah, you don't get like a free tuition thing. Like, I... I don't Who really started know exactly that rumor works, and why. I have no idea. They just wanted to watch the world burn. It's a social experiment. It's like the Tide Pods eating. They're just like, how many college oh, students will lay in front of a bus? All of them is the answer. <laughs> Literally all of them. Oh, but in Boston, you have this fun game where you can get hit by the T. How? Hmm? The train, the subway. It goes hit above by- ground, too. Oh. Like, it goes through my school, like my college, where I work, above ground. Is it like a monorail? Kind of. I'll show you a picture after this. Hmm. Huh. Okay. <laughs> but you can get hit by it because it like, goes through traffic and shit. There's like a crosswalk to go in front of it. I'm never, I would never survive in the city. Yeah, I'm surprised I'm still alive. I'm, I'm <laughs> way too naive for this shit. Oh, you learn. You learn. <laughs> You'll adapt it. If not, you could get hit by the train. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Survival of the fittest. I am not the fittest. End up in the Charles River. Mm. There's a lot of shit in the Charles River. Including people. Anyways. <laughs> and on that note. 
This has been the most chaotic episode of Cemetery Sessions. Maybe we should start recording uh, with Starbucks instead of nighttime. Y- and yes. I love it. Sponsored by that weird god lady that I'm looking at right now. Whatever she is. The lady on the Starbucks cup. She's a siren. What? Yeah. I just found that out today when I sent you that Starbucks gift card because there was one that had that on there and it was called Starbucks Siren. And I was like, (gasps) she's not a mermaid. She's a siren. That makes so much sense. Oh, she's a cryptid. I love that for her. Yeah. Queen shit. Really, though. Wow. All right. Well, there you go. Starbucks lady is a siren. That's why she (laughs) speaks to us. She calls us in. (sighs) Duh. Yeah. Yes. Fucking my jaw hit the floor. Like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dunkin' Donuts is just fucking dunking your donut in coffee. Donkeys. Donkeys. We're very original. All right. Well, <laughs> this is a shit show. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm not. You know what to do with the socials in the cemetery sessions pod at gmail.com. Um, yes, ma'am. Check out our Instagram, our website. We'll post a. The references, including that Reddit thread, because I listed that as a reference. <laughs> yes, as you should. Um, feel free to watch the Forensics episode. It's uh, season eight, episode ten, Dinner and a Movie. Dinner and a movie. Dinner and a movie. Oh. Ugh. Yeah. Um, you know what to do. This is it. We're over. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. We'll see you next time. See you losers later. See you losers later. Thank <laughs> you.